episode 86 of the practically friends podcast my name is casey and you are currently listening to casey's corner and tonight with me i have my lovely friend victoria hello everybody i'm so excited to freaking (laughs) be here like i have been waiting for this for so long (laughs) i mean and you guys have been trying to get me to come on here for so freaking long like and i just it's like, it's not that I didn't want to, like, I really did just, like, so much stuff, and, and I feel like, uh, I feel like everything that I went through and everything, uh, kind of gave me the drive to want to be here, so I'm, I'm really excited. Well, I'm really excited to have you here, and it's, it sucks that Devin's not down here, and that Kyle's <sighs> not down here. I know. Because I feel like we would all have an amazing time. Oh, yeah, no, I definitely agree, like, for sure. <laughs> you sound so stoked. Dude, no, like, <laughs> no, like, I, I feel, I feel that, like, like, I, I am with you on that, like, I totally agree, like, Devin, I feel like Devin really... I feel like he also, like, because he's a very big storyteller as well. So, you know, like, I feel like he would also benefit from being on this podcast, you know, and getting some other stuff off his chest, you know, and um, just connecting with others in general, you know. Um, and that looks different from ev- for, for everybody, you know, um, and it takes everybody some time, you know. Sometimes it takes some people a little bit longer than others, you know, to... Uh, open up and you know talk but you know when that time comes along you know gotta be open to hearing everything that they have to say you know yeah for sure so what is it that you're wanting to talk about yes so the thing that i've been uh dangling over you all night all right (laughs) let's get into it bitch uh, okay so um a um 
a few nights ago, I I ended up going over to two friends of mine's houses. Um, I'm not. I, I know we don't name drop here, so I'm like whenever you can say the like when, first. Yeah, letter no, of their yeah, name. yeah. I was literally gonna say that. Like, like I know, I know you guys do like the first letter of their name, so that's literally what I'm gonna do. Um, I went over to my friend Kay's house, and um, I've been over to a house to her house a few times, you know. Uh, but this was the first time that I ever was staying the night. Um, and of course you already knew like beforehand, like I had just gotten off work and, um, sorry, I'm, I'm shaking. I'm cold. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, so I had just gotten off work and then, uh, Devin and I had plans to go to magic and go play magic and everything for the first time I was supposed to learn and whatnot. And then, uh, of course I was taught, I was texting you at the time. But, um, but afterwards I went and I went to my friend's house and, um, I knew I was going through a lot, like spiritually, you know, I just found Wicca and, um, I was lighting incense and a lot was going on with my family. Like, um, I don't know if I told you this, but, uh, about two weeks ago, um, my family dog passed away. Lucy, uh, the little Chihuahua. I don't. I don't even think you ever met my family or anything like that. I haven't. But um, I've seen pictures of Lucy. Yeah, Lucy. She. You've seen how tiny she was, right? Yeah. Um. Uh. You have you seen pictures of my mom's other two dogs, Sativa and Serena? Yeah. The two huskies. Yeah. So you know, my mom has those three dogs, and um. She, you know, uh, Lucy, Lucy, we had first, we raised her from a puppy. I got her when I was like 12. Um, and, um, you know, I, I raised her at that point, you know, my dad had gotten her for my mom for her, for their, um, Valentine's day gift, you know, my dad to my mom and everything. And, uh, so, you know, I raised her when she was little, now, jumping forward to now, you know, uh, my family is no longer out here anymore, uh, which is part of my attachment. Um, anyways, uh, whenever I found out that Lucy had passed away, that was a lot of pain, you know, and um, my family felt a lot of pain, and uh, and I knew that. And um, the thing is, is that I was so attached to my family that I every time something big happened in my family, I just I wanted to drop everything and just go to them, you know, because like like I spent so long with them that I've never been on my own and I didn't even give myself that that opportunity. Like like I tried once and it failed like it, it, I was 18 and I was trying to finish out my senior year in high school and I was going to graduate with like college credits and shit. Like I had my fucking life planned ahead of me, dude, you know, like, and, and I wanted to try and make it work, but just my living situation with my grandmother just really wasn't the best, you know? And it wasn't that she didn't love me. It's just that I just, I couldn't be there. You know, and so my dad dropped everything to come and pick me up, and uh, I moved from Colorado out to Kentucky, and um, I ended up needing to go to school in Indiana because my little sister got caught with weed and fucked up her reputation in Kentucky. 
Yeah, so I I literally got fucked. And when when I was out there, I was going to graduate early. I was going to go like I even got cleared to go to one of the one of the colleges down in Colorado and fucking um take one or two more classes and I would have gotten my nationwide Adobe certification, dude. Literally. Yeah, I would I would shit. yeah, I would have had my fucking life like literally right there ready for me to go on a silver platter. Literally. Yeah. And um so I was really trying like when my mom like living living out in Colorado is super super expensive, you know. Um It's got to be so pretty though. It it really is. It's worth it. But but it's so expensive. And at the time, my family was just dealing with a lot. And so um, my mom was looking for a different job. You know, my mom has a master's degree in social work. And this woman was a drug and alcohol counselor, you know, when she was in Colorado before we left. And she just wasn't being paid that much. Like, she literally... I don't think some people really understand how much money goes into schooling when you're going to school for a fucking master's degree. Right. You know, like, and that that was really it hard for my mom. not enough as a bachelor's or an associate degree even. Exactly, yeah. You know, so there, so it was, like, and my mom, she was a stay-at-home mom for, you know, for, like, literally 10, 12 years, taking care of four kids, you know? So, like, whenever, whenever we got old enough... You know, and and we could like take care of ourselves pretty much. She decided that she wanted to go back to school, you know. Um, so so when when she did, you know, she struggled a lot. She struggled really really hard. And one of her favorite stories to tell of me, and and to really put into perspective of what my personality was like when I when I even when I was just a kid, okay. So my mom was struggling really hard, and she actually retold me the story before I came here. So it's kind of really fresh in my mind right now. Um, uh. She, she <laughs> 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 hold up, hold up. <laughs> okay, wait. Oopsie. Okay, bring it back. <laughs> Anyways, um, so uh, she, she. I think she said that she was six months away from graduating. She was so fucking close, right? And she, she was struggling really hard just trying to push through, you know, and she was going to give up. And me being so young, and at this time, Miley Cyrus was really big, right? Yeah. And her, quote-unquote, new song at the time, oh, you know, The Climb came out. You know, and if you I ever have such a deep emotional connection with that song. It like like I I heard that song and I felt like I needed to share it with my mom and I literally I played it for her and I was like, Mommy, mommy, look what I found and and I played that song for her and she started crying. She was like, Thank you so much for doing that for me. Like you don't realize how much that helped me get through and made me push through for for not only for myself but for you guys. You know, like well, not only for you guys but for myself, you know, because she needed that. You know, there was a reason why she went back to school. There was a reason why she was going to do what she was going to do. You know, granted, I didn't know her plans at the time. I didn't know what she was going to do. I didn't know what her future looked like, you know, like I had no fucking clue. You know, but I I just knew that, you know, 
that that's my mom and she's struggling right now and what can I do to help you know like so if that doesn't understand my real if that doesn't help you understand my relationship with my mom even just as a young child I really don't know what will right so um uh with that being said now um my family is not bad. It is not that they did anything bad or anything to me is why my attachment was so bad. Um, it was the fact that I had a grave fear of being alone. I had such a grave fear of being alone that, um, that when I, when I tried to, uh, uh, literally, the last decision I ever made that was on my own was well. I don't. I don't really want to say the last, but the big, the big decisions I remember making on my own was one when my mom found the new job out here. Okay, she found the new job out here, and um, she was going to be an in-home social worker for Ireland. And uh, oh my gosh. Um, so, you know, like I, I moved out here, um, and, uh, it was at the end of December in 2017. So when I got out here, it was 2018. Oh shit. There is a spider. Hold on guys. Okay. I was looking at that and I was like, am I seeing I, yeah, no, I saw, I saw your face and I saw what you were looking at. Okay. Anyways. All better. Anyways. (laughs) So yeah, um, uh, I moved out. I I had my dad come and pick me up and move me out here, uh, at the end of December in 2017. Um, and, um, so when, when, when I got out here, 2018 just rolled around, you know, um, beginning of January I was getting set up with school and I found out that um that I was gonna need to take like five credit recovery classes because I was sure it's not transfer and it's it wasn't that it was that the credits were different because I wasn't I if um and and the other the other thing is is that I never learned for a foreign language because um, I went through a lot of health issues with my ears, you know. So whenever I got to high school, you know, like they were afraid that I wasn't going to be able to hear certain pitches and certain tones, you know, in certain languages. So I got cleared to take sign language through one of the colleges in Colorado. Now, I was supposed to do that, all right, Um but because I left, I left before I could. So I never learned a foreign language. And whenever I got out here to Indiana, I found out um, I found out that you don't have to take a foreign language class unless you transfer into a college right away after you graduate. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking go into a college right away. Like, I, I don't even know what the fuck I want to do with my life. Like, why why would I want to jump the gun like that, you know? Now, on the topic of, you know, sign language and things of that nature, I am a child of a deaf parent, not to mention I myself am hard of hearing, and nine times out of ten, I will try to use sign language to communicate. Right, right. Kyle didn't even know I could speak sign language until he saw me on a FaceTime call 
with my deaf mom. And he looks at me, he goes, wow, you know sign language? That's beautiful. And I'm like, I've been learning it since I was three. I've always been kind of hard of hearing, and everyone thought, oh, she's just choosing not to listen to you. No, it's because I didn't fucking hear you, damn it. Kids are so misunderstood. For real? Kids are so misunderstood. And I think think our parents' generation took that for for granted. And, you know, I feel like a lot of parents really tried to understand that. But I don't think we all took into accountability what it was going to look like when we got older. Why do you think that nowadays everybody from our generation is so big on mental health and ADHD now? Like, honestly... I would show signs of SID behavior, which is self-injurious, dangerous behavior. Right, right. Like, I would throw temper tantrums and have meltdowns, and I would bite the shit out of myself. Like, take chunks out of my body. I would beat the fuck out of myself until I had bruises on me. Mm. And it's because I was undiagnosed for autism and I wasn't being medicated. Motherfucker, man. And I had undiagnosed bipolar as well. Oh, no. I'm bipolar, I'm autistic, I have dissociative identity disorder. Whoa. Not to mention I have borderline personality disorder. Yeah, so you want to talk about mental health. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) And I have unmedicated ADHD. Oh, yeah. I've had that since I was 12. Since that, that at least was when I was diagnosed. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't... My family thought I was just being an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, for people who don't understand, they, um, I, I don't think they really know how to uh, come across with that, how to deal with that, how to process that. It, it's, a, it's a lot to handle when, when you literally cannot... Like, literally, the person who has mental health problems, they don't understand themselves. I mean, honestly, it didn't all start coming undone and showing signs of my autism and my bipolar and everything until after I found out my papa was sick. And me being six years old... Oh, no wonder why that healing was so important for you. Oh, I knew that was so important, and I just had to do that with you. I I was six years old (sighs) whenever he went to the hospital because he was having a panic attack. And he came home on oxygen the same day. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, whoa, what the hell? And everything hit like a freight train, one right after another after another for the next nine and a half years. But the good thing, I'm not going to say there is a good thing about all of that because there's not. Right. Right. on, On the brighter side of that spectrum, yes, it was hell. Yes, it was traumatic. Yes, it's something that I myself shouldn't have had to have gone through so young, and it's something that none of my family should have ever had to have gone through. Right. But I get to use my experience to help other people, especially being an in-home caregiver now. Oh, my gosh, and especially the fact that you are taking care of the elderly. I think, I think fate really lined you up perfectly there. Like... As of right now, in high school, 
I'm trying to switch to health classes, but if I do that, I lose the elective credits I already gained this semester. Right. Well, there's no there's no saying that you can't take another health class through somewhere else. Nobody said it had to be done there. But on the bright side, because I go through an alternative school, right. and it's for adults, on the 29th, I'm getting my CPR certification through a virtual class, and I'm having the certification mailed to me. Fuck and yeah. I'm getting my CNA certification so I can go work in an actual nursing home. Get it, bitch! Now, if I were to go huh. work in a nursing home and being a CNA, I could make anywhere from 25 to $40 an hour. Fucking baby, get it. Baby, get it. Like, for real, for real. <laughs> Like, and yes, I actually just found a post on Facebook and I think it kind of relates to our topic a little bit. Yes, yes, for it sure. Says, it says sometimes the place where you are used to is not the place that you will grow. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. We got <laughs> I I got to bring that back up again. Whoa, 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 whoa. I got to I got to literally unpack that here. I got to yeah. unpack that here. Yeah. Okay, For so real. I will I will show you guys my process in unpacking that here, but I do I really do want to continue the story as well. So, um so yeah, so I ended up it is amazing that I remembered where I left off at. <laughs> For real, it is amazing that I remembered that. Um, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I have a, a conversational ADHD. I jump around so much. Um, anyways, so I um, yeah. So when I when I got out here, I found out that I had to take like five credit recovery classes and shit, and um, that fucking hurt me, dude. I was like, dude, what the fuck. Like, like, I got out here thinking that I was going to be okay and fucking, I, I was going to fucking graduate on time, but it's going to be really fucking hard for me to do that with five credit recovery classes, dude. Like, I got to work on this, like, hardcore, and, and I did, you know, and, and I did graduate, but the thing is, is that I also had, um, I also was dating a guy at the time, uh, this was also a bad, uh, bad situation I you know my my sex life has literally been you know I slept with one person and when I lost my virginity it was done to being you know I I was outside and that was not a good first sexual encounter with a with my lover you know, um, so, and then it was literally, and I was high for the whole thing, too, so, I mean, it, I, I honestly didn't really want to do it at the time, but I, I had never been touched by a man at that point, and I had never, you know, been wanted or looked at by a man at that point, or at least I never felt it, you know, and, uh, like, I knew, like, I knew I was a beautiful girl, and I knew I had a beautiful body, and I knew people looked at me like that, but I never had anybody do anything about it, so, like, like, whenever I was in the moment, I let it happen, you know, um, so, I didn't, I didn't realize till later that, you know, technically he did rape me because I did not want it at the moment and he should have respected my space. So, uh, and it was outside. Um, I was high. I, you know, I had no idea what was going on. I was fucking 16, 
you know, like, and, and I was, I was out at my friend's friend's apartment and they had an indoor pool, but it was separated from the building and it was the stairwell that was going down underneath the pool. And it, it was concrete, like it was on concrete stairs, bro. And being in that moment and fucking feeling that concrete on, on my back, like whenever I got into my current relationship, like Dev, Devin and I, we tried to do it in other places, but it always was in the bedroom. You know, like, and that was because my first sexual encounter like that ruined, ruined it, completely tainted my whole view on sex and what, what it was for, for me, you know, so we never, we never even did anything about it and it fucking ruined me. I, I, I'll be honest. I really just realized that right now. Um, I didn't, I didn't realize that either. So, I mean, he, and he, he left he left literally like almost right right away like he had to go and i was like okay you know and i'm like here i am this guy just fucked me my mom is getting her gastric bypass surgery the next morning and we got to be up early in the morning to go take her like i need to tell my mom what the fuck just happened you know, like, and, and I didn't want to tell her before her surgery, but I had to be fucking honest with her, let her know, like, hey, I lost my virginity, dude, you know, like, <laughs> and she, she, she wasn't happy with me, you know, and, and my timing and telling her and everything, I, I completely understand, like, doing that before her surgery, like, that, that was a lot for me, because I had to wait for her to recover and literally go through that in order for me to even sit down and have a conversation with her about it. And we actually never really did have a conversation about it. It was, or at least I don't remember if we ever did. And um, I felt like it was really just, uh, you know, she, she told me, she's like, um, well, I feel like you need to get an IUD. You know, if you're going to be sexually active, I think you need to have an IUD. And I, you know, I knew about, you know, birth control and stuff. Like, I knew what it did to women's bodies and everything, what it was like. And um, I didn't realize that... Are you good? Yeah, I'm getting a random phone call from a bitch that likes to call me a whore. things right now like holy fucking shit um anyways so um uh i still have my cup yeah yeah no babe if you i wasn't sure if you wanted to be topped off or not oh girl like and if i if i did i would need to put more ice in this cup you know like so it's it's totally fine honestly finish it off baby i got me my two Dr. Peppers. I got the Smirnoff ice. Those are totally Mountain Dews. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Devin, Devin loves Dr. Peppers, so it just it just came right out. And, um, <laughs> um, I think you should try one of the Smirnoffs that are over there. Oh, I, oh, I will. I will. I want to get through this first, and They're then so I'll hit one of those good. next. They're so good. <laughs> 
Anyways, okay, so um, so yeah, like I knew I knew what birth control did to women's bodies, and you know, like, and my periods were always really heavy, you know, like, and it would take a lot out of me. Like, I literally had to wear both a pad and a tampon and change it out multiple times a day. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Um so so I got the IUD, you know. So not only did I lose my virginity and that was like a uh, a bene- like a beneficial factor to that, but then I also had to take into accountability what my periods were going to look like with that. And actually after I got my IUD, my periods actually stopped. Yeah, um... Which, uh, which, which was, which was really nice, though, because I needed it, you know, like, it, it helped me regulate that, you know? When I was on birth control, um, I was on it because, for some reason, my liver doctor thought it would help with my acne. Um. Yikes. Two totally different ends of the spectrum there. Literally. <laughs> yes. Um, well, I mean, I mean, I could understand where the connection might have been made because of the hormones, you know, like I can like it, it is all connected. So I could understand if it showed up on your skin. The thing is, with my periods and how they were back then, uh-huh. mind you, I was 12. My periods had just started like yeah. two months prior to being put on birth control. Oh, Damn, so you didn't even get a chance to fucking... Figure it out. Go through your period. Nope. Um, Damn. And... Fucking assholes, I man. Was, I was on the pill. I was on one of the pills. Oh. I gained 30 pounds of water weight in a month and a half. Mm. And my periods didn't stop. They got worse. And now, as a functioning adult and a functioning member of society... I cannot take birth control because my periods are already so bad from being forced to take it for two years prior, like from 14 to 16. Um, I literally, the first three days of my period, I am debilitated, crumpled over in pain, unable to do anything, but I barely bleed. That's why I thought I was infertile. Mm. And now my OB thinks I have endometriosis or PCOS, which both can affect my fertility. Yeah, I know all about endometriosis. My mom has an advanced form, um, so I completely understand the stress behind that. I really thought there for a while I had it, but, you know, my periods died down. That is horrible. One of my family members had it and had to have a full hysterectomy and a colostomy bag. And my stepmom actually had it as well and had to have a full hysterectomy. But my family member that had it, it was so bad, her colon fused to her reproductive parts. I've got a friend right now that's actually going through the same thing. That whenever she gets her hysterectomy, they're just going to have to put her on a permanent colostomy bag. Like... Shit's fucking terrifying, and men sit here, at least most men, I'm not gonna say all men Right, yeah. most men sit here and think that we as women, we can just do what we want. That's not the case. We suffer like fucking crazy. Yeah, you know, my, okay, my girl Melissa, who I said who I was gonna have on the podcast tonight, um, which, which, by the way, she is going to make an appearance on the podcast. It is going to be a call-in 
because she lives in Minnesota. And I told her that I also wanted to be here for that because uh, not only is she my best, she is my sister. Not not biologically, but we have been friends for so long. I consider her my sister and vice versa. Um, she went through the same thing. Actually, it was vice versa. She had her period for months on end. And it... It was off and on. I and could never. It, yeah, yeah. When she told me that, I was like, ooh. Like, when I found out I was pregnant ooh. with Emerald, I was going through having a continuous period. It lasted for a month and a half. And then it disappeared for a month. And I was like, well, what the fuck? Because I, I didn't think I could get pregnant, if you remember correctly, from when I lived with you. Like, yes. I struggled with that a lot because I've suffered through so many losses. Right. And then I took a test with my stepmom and my stepsister out in the garage I used to rent at my dad's. And it came back positive before I could blink. Like, it was less than five seconds that it came back positive. And that's why. It's, uh, is, that when you, uh, is that when you found out you were pregnant with Emmy? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, see, out, and we and we weren't speaking at the time either. I found out on April 22nd of last year that I was pregnant with her. And then I had her on November 24th. You know, me and her are November babies, and I, like, love that so much. Uh, my baby daddy's sister-in-law kept begging me to keep her in until her birthday in November, because she was born on November 30th, I believe. Fuck you, bitch. And my kid decided to show up almost a whole week before that. My baby was like, <laughs> your, your baby was like, you know what, bitch? You don't tell my mama what to do. I do whatever the fuck I want. Ah, <laughs> I did. Yeah, I'm coming out now, bitch. Ha! You know, literally. Fuck you and your pumpkin pie. I fucking <laughs> felt that, bro. I felt that 100%. As I'm on the phone with... Ash and Dalton, who've both been on the podcast before, so it's fine if I drop their names. Right. But Dalton was literally saying how your first baby, your water doesn't break. And in the middle of his sentence, my water broke. And I looked at him and I go, oh, really? Well, my water just broke. (laughs) Yep. And then I called my dad because my dad was right up the sidewalk. But I'm standing here. In the middle of my garage, 9.30 at night, thought I had to take a piss, so I got up and went to the bathroom, and he's like, are you sure you didn't piss yourself? (laughs) And I'm like, yes, father, I'm sure I didn't piss myself. (laughs) And then my stepmom, before taking me to the hospital, this bitch made me change my clothes and take a shower. No! And by the time that we got in the car... And we got to the hospital. It was 40 (laughs) minutes later, and I was already three centimeters dilated. (laughs) And so they're pumping morphine in me all night long. All night long. Just over and over. Every fucking hour, they're pumping more into me. I wake up as my child is coming out of my, you know, uterus. And I'm like, fuck! And then... Oh man, and all the all those feelings come in, and you you feel your body, and you're like, son of a bitch, I'm in my fucking bed. No, I looked at David, 
and I have tears rolling down my face, and I oh said, I feel goodness. like I'm dying. Fix it or end me. Oh, my gosh. It was so fucking bad. And that's when they decided to go ahead and give me the epidural as my daughter is crowning. Give me the epidural, which is not legal, technically. You're not supposed to do it after six centimeters, I think. I was ten centimeters in the process of pushing my baby out. And they stuck a seven-inch needle in my spine. Ooh, ow, no, ooh. I, I literally just jumped at that. I jump at thoughts of just, like, ooh, ooh. Like, it was this big. <sighs> oh, and man. And it went all the way into my back. Ooh, I hate needles so bad. Says I hate the needles. bitch with tattoos. Oh that's that's a different <laughs> feeling. That is a different feeling. It is therapeutic. And then, and then at the same time as they're giving me this epidural, I have to make sure I don't move a muscle or that needle's gonna break off in my spine and I'm at risk of being paralyzed for the Literally. rest of my life. Literally, yes. And on top of it all, um, you know, they're giving me three rounds of morphine at the same time. Right. Like, I'm fucking in a world of hurt. Uh, there's the there's a lot going on there emotionally, physically, spiritually. The pain oh, mentally did not kick in until after I had my daughter. I'm screaming in pain. David has to call my god sister Shannon, who's been there for me my entire life. Like she's the one that taught me how to do makeup. She's the one that taught me you know, about female shit, because my... She's the one who taught you everything you know. I mean, I mean, obviously, you made it your own, but she taught you everything that you know, like, as being a female. And I would not let them fucking touch me. I would not let them do anything until she got there. I don't blame you. To the point where the nurses looked at her when she came in, and they go, please tell me you're Shannon. Yep. She needs you. Please tell me you're Shannon. Yep. And she booked it in the room. I grabbed a hold of her hand, and seven minutes later, my daughter was born. Literally, yeah. Seriously. I mean, my best friend. <laughs> I, mean I mean, yeah, literally. I mean, uh, people don't realize how much fucking friends are important. And uh, when you build up that friendship, and it's so surreal like that, and, and it's so... Um, uh, I don't know what the word is like. I was just a total cunt. What? what without did you even do? thinking. What'd you do? This bitch texts me, okay? And oh, it's the no. same one that called me. And she said, You wouldn't lie about him being there. It's okay because if he is and you lie and then I'm leaving state tonight, that's a promise. I said, He's not fucking here, dude. She said, Oh my fucking God, eat a dick. I said, Says the one texting me because she can't keep track of her man. Literally, the only men <laughs> in this house is your boy toy, Kyle, and my boy, po- my boy toy, D. Like, for real. She said, I for just, one, he said he was going to come get me with Brendan, and he didn't. He lied. I said, well, I'm not even in contact with him, thanks to you. Right. There's so much dead air. Kyle's going to have to edit the dead air out. Oh, no, no. On, honestly, it's it's totally fine. Like, no, like, I did I did realize that I actually said Devin's name if 
I just did it again. I, I've done it too. It's yeah. fine. He's here. He can tell us if it's okay if it's in there or not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, but anyways, no. This is this is a good moment for me to kind of get back on track with my story. If you were done with your thought, I texted her again. I said, well, I'm not even in contact with him thanks to you because you're too insecure to let him speak to me when I literally only see him as a brother. Miss, I have my man block every bitch. Dead ass bitch. Like, I can roll up at their house right now. I can literally roll up to their house, walk in, look at his mom and dad and be like, I'm home, what's for dinner? And they'll look at me and they'll be like, grab a plate, it's on the stove. Literally, yeah. Like, they fucking adore me. Yeah, it's good to have people like that in your life. Like you know, mom, it makes you realize how important you are. His mom looked at me and goes, if Jaden's not married by the time he's 21, I'm arranging it to where he marries you. Because I treat her son like fucking royalty because I see him as a Word. Brother. I look at him, I make sure he's got everything he needs. I make sure that entire family's taken care of. Shit, their, dog, their cat got attacked by other cats and had half of its fucking nutsack open. And it's testicle hanging out of it. And I gave his mom the money that she needed to go take that cat to the vet. And it saved the cat's life. You are so fucking nice. I do my best. You are so fucking nice. You are so fucking nice. But and, And the thing is, is that you have a healthy attachment to your niceness because you also take yourself into accountability when making those. You didn't do that... Because, I mean, I mean, you did it, you were, because you were helping others, but you were also helping yourself because you feel good when you help others. So, and also you were saving a dog's life in the process. So, I mean, oh, yeah, a cat, a cat's life. Sorry. Yeah. She said, I'm so insecure. Well, I do know one thing. If your man was hanging out with a bitch, he fucked. How would you like it? First of all, JJ and I never fucked. Okay. First and foremost, never once did it ever happen. Right. And if it, if it ever did, we were too fucked up to remember it happening. Because neither of us have any recollection of it, but she swears that we did. Right. <laughs> and Fucking I, bitches got problems, JJ bro. And I, JJ and I never drank together. We only ever smoked weed. And when I get high, I either eat or I sleep. Literally, yeah. Yeah, for real. I don't have the energy for anything else. I don't know. We got we got pretty high earlier, and we were fucking laughing our heads off, man. I said that I'd shit trust, was fun. I said I'd be I'd trust my man and be fucking fine with it because I'm a grown a fucking adult and have maturity. You're a child that doesn't know how to fucking trust. You're 15 or 16, and you're dating my 18 year old brother. Bitches, man. Like she got insecure as fuck. Because I went to go see him because his mom was at the fucking hospital down the hill. Mind you, I had Dominic with me. Fucking bitches, man. I had Dominic with me that night. So even, you know, I, not that I would ever want to because I don't see JJ that way. And I'm very fucking happy in my relationship with Kyle. And I would never do anything to fuck that up. Yeah, no, I can see. Yeah, I can tell that for sure. Like, that man is my entire world. But even if JJ or I wanted something to happen, it couldn't have. We had Dominic. Right. And that's why I take people with me that way. Because all it takes is for somebody to say one fucking thing. 
That's all it fucking takes is for someone to say one thing to the wrong person. That's why you gotta watch what you say. You know, like, like, like I'm not... I, I joke around all the time with my best friend Salem about driving up to fucking Michigan and going and getting her and bringing her home with me. Yeah, no, I, but I, it, it I don't blame happen. you. It doesn't happen. Yeah. I've joked around with Ash about fucking her, and her and I have fooled around a little bit in the past. Right. But it was a one-time thing, and it never happened again, and we don't speak of it. Right, right. She was the first female I was with, and she was the only one that I openly trusted enough with my body to be comfortable enough to do that with. Mm. Damn. I, I wanted to experiment, so I experimented. Yeah, and you were with, you were in a safe environment, and you were with a safe person. So, yeah, of course you were going to feel comfortable enough to do that. Of course. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, wait, so, yeah, no, never mind, never mind. I'll, I'll bring, I'll bring back to that. Anyways. She said he fucking cheated on me, bitch, and lied about it when I had proof. So, I said, so, did you cheat first? Because Jaden's loyal to a fault. Well, you know him better than I do, so... The kid literally stayed with his baby mama as long as he could to make his family work and did not go see any other bitches. Right. When I lived with him, he was in the talking phase with a bitch and would not even look at any other females. I've witnessed right. his loyalty. So right. that's how I know that bitch is lying about not having done shit to him first. She's 15. She's a fucking child. <laughs> She said, no, I sure didn't. I said, mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> Immature-ass kid. The fuck? See, and that's why that's why you don't even fucking entertain that shit, man. Because I find it, it hilarious, though. Um, <laughs> it truly is, if you really sit down and think about it. <laughs> it truly is. That is... <laughs> Like, this bitch calls me a whore when she doesn't even know me, one. And two, my body count is lower than her age. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> my body Literally count... Literally saying, my body count is two, motherfuckers. <laughs> my body count is nine. Oh, uh, damn, okay. My first, my first was my baby daddy. All right. Granted, the, the first time we ever did anything, it was not the most comfortable. It was in the bed of our old red truck in somebody's driveway. Oh, man, you know what? I feel like the first time is never really comfortable, you know? Like, I feel like the first time you were just, like... Uh, I feel like you're young. You have no idea of really what you're doing. You know, like, uh, you're, you're still trying to figure shit out, not only just, like, in your daily lives, but, you know, now, now you're being presented with this other human being who wants to fuck you. <laughs> and you're like, I don't, I don't know how to do that, you know? <laughs> so, it's, sometimes it gets really awkward, and it's like, oh, what? This bitch... She just said, look, you don't know me, and you would fuck anything that walks. You married and fucked Brendan when being married. Ew. What? I never fucked Brendan. And you never married him. 
No, she's talking about me being married, Kyle. Oh. Wow. <laughs> you still haven't married him yet. In fact, you guys are just engaged right now. Which, which I never, I, I, I don't know if I ever said congratulations. But if I never did say that, I'm going to say it now. Congratulations, girl. Like, I am for real, for real proud of you both. Like, I think you guys are going on this healing path together. And I think that's super important. She said wrong again. He said it. I said, but it's okay. I know about you doing coke with him. He told me. So if we're basing shit off of Brendan's word, when all of my friends know that he's not the most honest person out there. Right. Like. I said I would know what I do, but it's okay. It's not like you know what you do. You're always too high. Yeah, that's right. Call her out on her fucking bullshit, dude. Like, I never once. I don't even look at Brendan like that. Like, now, if him and, if me and Kyle weren't together, I'd consider it. Right. Just for fun. Right. But I literally don't even fucking talk to Brendan. I talk to him, like, once or twice a week whenever he snaps me and says, hey. Literally. He literally. says, hey. I say hi. He asks how I'm doing. I ask how he's doing. Right. Know? Right. That's literally all it is. Or he'll, you know, ask me when my next trip is going to be to Salem, and I tell him I don't know, and then I just never answer him again. Right. Like, he wants to see me. He wants to hang out. But I don't want to give other people the opportunity to say that we're doing stuff behind everyone else's back. Especially when Kyle's already not okay with me hanging out with him. I respect what Kyle says. It's not that I allow him to tell me what to do. He voices his opinion. He tells me he's not comfortable with something or that his gut is telling him not to, you know, do it. Or his gut thinks that I shouldn't do it. And I listen to it and I respect it. Yeah, yeah. And and I think, I think it will... Also, also make sure you're taking yourself into accountability, you know, like, think, 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 process that, you know, like, it, he, he is a very smart man, you know, and he, um, he has made it, you know, he's made it this fucking far in it, you know, in life, you know, like, he's gotta know a thing or fucking two, you know, like, he's bound to know it, you know, like, a lot of people like to say that, you know, age doesn't matter, but age does matter, um, cause I mean, when you're young, you really don't know, you really don't understand. Um, even whenever you turn 18 and you get out on your own or whenever you do decide to get out on your own and you live by yourself for a little while, I mean, it's, uh, you really have no idea really what you're getting yourself into because you got, if you're not connected with yourself, I mean, it, it, and literally, I, I spoke to you about this earlier, and I'm going to tell it on the podcast right now. Um, I never realized how much my downtime was important and what my life away from my significant other looks like. You know, it, like, when when he's at work and I'm at home and I have nothing to do, like, literally, I would just sit there and watch TV all fucking day. 
and I fucking realized that like my my downtime at home really really wasn't the best like I really just sat there on the couch and just watched tv all fucking day sometimes I would clean the house but it became a chore at that point because like I wasn't it used to be really therapeutical for me Literally, it used to be so therapeutical for me, and I used to just clean the house just because, like, it helped me, like, mentally, but then fucking it became a chore, and, um, yeah, I mean, and then it didn't help whenever, um, Dee wouldn't do anything around the house, and, you know, like, I was telling him, like, getting on his ass all the time, you know, like, like females do, with their significant others, like, hey, you know, you need to fucking help me, dude. Like, I need help. They voice their concerns. And for so long, I spent years and years and years and years doing that. And he, uh, he's he been out of work here uh, a lot here lately because of his health issues. And actually, it's it's pretty serious, uh, Casey. It's 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 pretty serious. Um, we don't really know exactly what's going on with him, but it's pretty serious, and, and I'm really worried. Um, you know, uh, so it for for you guys listening, I'll tell you guys this right now. He had his physical therapy appointment a few days ago, and his physical therapist took his um took his blood pressure and his blood pressure was 178 guys 170 fucking 8 and 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 the therapist the the physical therapist literally told him like dude that that is that nut, that high number that such high number is for people who literally have heart attacks between the ages of 30 and 40 he's he's only 25 He's not even, he's still got another five years till 30, and he's already having such high blood pressure. Like, that is... Does any of those issues run in his family history? That's the thing. He's adopted. He's adopted. He, his birth mom died, uh, actually, in 2020. That, uh, so, you know, you can imagine, uh... Actually, no, it wasn't in 2020. Fuck, I feel so bad for getting that wrong right now because that that was a very huge event in our lives. Um, Actually, no, I think, yeah, it was in 2020. It wasn't at the beginning, though, so it wasn't when COVID first started, but COVID was a very big deal at this point. Um, And she she had actually died from COVID, actually. Um, And uh, she... He he grew up and uh, you know like I want him to come on the podcast and tell his side of the story too because I think that's really important for him to tell this. But you know I'll kind of give you guys the basic general idea right now. Um, he he grew up you know he had a lot of family drama and there were people in his family that were literally telling him lies about his mom, saying that you know he. He, uh, his mom didn't want him and that she didn't love him at all and that she didn't want a relationship with him, which was totally wrong, totally wrong. And we didn't find out that that was wrong and that what, what everybody was saying was a lie until we went to her funeral and her funeral was in Tennessee. So we literally traveled, you know, with, with his brother, um, C, 
you know, to go to go down there and uh, go to, uh, you know, his his mom's funeral. He actually has four brothers. And I don't know exactly the order of which it goes in for sure. I think he's number three in line. Um, so, but he doesn't really talk to anybody else. Uh, none, none of his brothers other than C. Um, his little brother is, he was living with us there for a little while. He's a fucking asshole. We don't talk to him. Um, and then his older brother, his eldest brother is a fucking asshole too. He tried to hit on me through Snapchat. Literally was confessing to me that at the funeral and when we met him and his girlfriend at the hotel when they first got into town, um, we met up with them in the first, like, when we were in the hotel, he was fucking sitting there staring at my ass. And he told, he told me that through Snapchat. Does he not realize those messages can literally be saved? Yeah, but the thing is, is that I didn't screenshot anything. And I didn't you don't have to screenshot it. You can tap on the messages and they save to the chat. No, no, it wasn't in the chat, though. Oh. It, he sent it in pictures. Well, now, actually, there's a new update to where if you press and hold after you've opened the snap, you can save the snap in the chat, just like a regular text message. Huh, okay. It's, it's well, I mean, it, it was also it was also a while ago, yeah. and I and I honestly I feel like I deleted the messages and and it was gone. Um, so whenever I mean, and at the time I was working at Sonic and I was at work when all of this was happening, you know, and I didn't really know. Uh, I mean, I've never been like like I've been hit on by by men before, but I've never been hit on by literally my brother-in-law because at the time Devin and I were were dating or I think we we were either dating or we were engaged you know and um uh or fuck we could we could have even been married by then fuck I don't know the years kind of blend together at that point you know anyways um uh, but yeah, so he, he was hitting on me and shit and, and I didn't realize that, that, that that was bad, that that shouldn't have happened. Like, like I really just shrugged it off. I was like, yeah, you know, like I get it. Like a lot of people tell me I got a big ass, whatever, you know, like I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and deny it. You know, like I, I get it, you know, like I understand but the thing is, is that I should have called him out on his bullshit and should have been like, dude, you're my fucking brother-in-law. Why the fuck were you doing that? And you whole, you have a whole ass female to yourself. Why are you even doing that? You know, like, and I, ne- I didn't see a problem with it at the time, so I never even brung it up. And I told Devin and he was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like... Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I didn't know how to fucking feel about it, dude. Like, I mean, I like I shrugged it off because like I really wasn't trying to make a big deal out of it right now, especially since I was at work um, and trying to deal with that at that moment was going to be very overwhelming. So I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I can't deal with that right now. And I just shrugged it off. But the thing is, is that like when I realized that it was wrong, 
I ended up messaging his girlfriend. And actually, I have the messages saved, if I'm being honest. Like, I never deleted it throughout this whole time. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, whenever, whenever I go through crazy shit with people, I save the messages that happen between them. You know, I'll delete all my recent shit, but I will save those. You know, like, and I don't know why. It's just like a memory, you know, of like me standing up for myself and shit. But anyways, um, but yeah, so I, I told her and I was like, dude, your your man is like Snapchatting me and telling me that he was staring at my ass and shit and da 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 da. And yeah, she didn't believe you? No, she didn't. She <laughs> she didn't. She didn't believe me at all. And and what you know I, I was literally sitting there like, dude, I'm just trying to look out for you, girl, you know, like so I don't many, there are so many girls whose men have texted me and reached out to me since I was fucking twelve, okay? I was twelve and I had forty eight year old dudes on kick texting me. All right? Same. All same. Right? I was in the same position, yes. Like, Kick and Google Hangouts were a very traumatic time for us 2000s, baby. Same, and Omegle. Dude, Kyle encouraged me to troll dudes on Omegle earlier. I had <laughs> yes. Dude, I literally, okay, at one point, this dude <laughs> asked me to uh, help him. And I was like, I'll do it if you send me 200 bucks. Here's my cash app. And he sent it to me, and then I skipped him. <laughs> I used that for groceries. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> Stupid bastard. That's fucking hilarious. Oh my gosh. Oh. The sound bit thing is working again. Oh my gosh. Huh. Wait. What? What were we? How did? How did I get off that topic? What? What was I talking about? We were talking about how bitches don't like to listen to. Oh us. yeah, because I was messaging her about her man. I, yeah, I was. I was That's literally the first time you've been off track all night. <laughs> yes. See, I was doing so well. It's because I laughed and I had a good time. I lost track of what I was <laughs> talking about. See, I realize that about myself now. <laughs> anyways, uh, <laughs> so um, anyways, yeah. So I was messaging her, like literally telling her, like, dude. Your your man is literally like cheating on you right now, you know, like and and I'm sorry I don't have the evidence to show you this right now. Like I should have taken screenshots of everything, like I should have saved it. But like I said, I didn't think it was a big deal at the time, so I just kind of like I just kind of like let it go, you know, like and uh and because Maybe of, that's why she didn't believe you cuz you didn't have the proof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, cuz she did. She did ask me. She's like, "Where's where's the proof?" Because he would he was here here's the thing, girl. He was um he was messaging me on Messenger and on Snapchat. Okay. On Messenger, they already automatically saved. On Here's the thing. He knew that. He knew that. So he made and his girl, his girl would search his phone. Red flag there, right? It's like, damn, girl, why, why are you searching his phone if you didn't have a reason to do it before, right? Mm. Anyways, so <laughs> he knew that going in. So my conversations with him through Messenger were nice, sweet, distant, normal, right? But when he messaged me on Snapchat... It was something completely different, something completely different. And I was like, dude, and I told her, I was like, listen, he knows, like he fucking knows 
you know, so like the snap, like the, like I, and I sent her screenshots of our conversation through messenger. I was like, like, I, like I'm telling you, he knows, you know, and she just, she didn't really want to fucking believe me. I'm like, you know what, dude, fine. I'm not going to sit here and try. Are they still together? Yeah. Yeah, actually, they are. Holy shit! They are. And actually, whenever I was speaking to her, uh, whenever we, we first visited and everything, and, and I first met her, she was like, yeah, we're, we're working on, like, trying to have kids and shit. Yeah. Bitch. Yeah, and actually, she I think... She's gonna fuck around and I think she out. did. I think she did end up having kids with him. I think I think she only had one so far. I'm, I'm not... Honestly, I'm not even sure. She's gonna end up fucking around and finding out. Literally. You know, like, I tried, like I tried to help her, you know, try a female looking out for another female, you know, like, shit, I would want to know if my man was ever doing anything like that. Right. In fact, I did catch that, you know, like, I mean... He wasn't in the act or anything, but, you know, like, I did I did search, you know, and I found it. And then, like, the worst thing was, was that when when I went to go and talk to him about it, he wouldn't even tell me the fucking truth, bro. He would, like, he, he would literally, like, try, he would not only try to defend himself, but try and come up with a lie that is, like, close enough or true enough to the truth that, you know, that hopefully I would leave it alone and turn the other way. And and I'm like, nah, motherfucker. Like, you know, like, you are not going to sleaze by me that fucking easily. Not, not after when I know for a fucking fact. I know for a fucking fact. Like, I saw the evidence, you know? Don't fucking sit here and lie to me, dude. That is the one thing I fucking hate. And when you sit there and you lie to me to my fucking face... Seriously? You know, and and I can't I can't sit here and blame him the whole fucking time because um you know, uh I also never made the first move in our relationship, which which of course you you already know about that, you know, um but yeah, I never made the first move and I never really understood why until I actually went on the spiritual journey and the spiritual awakening and I realized a lot about myself. Um, which I feel like kind of brings me back to my story and back to my topic. So I feel like that was a good work around there. Um, anyway, so, um, so yeah, when I, when I moved out here, I was dating a guy, you know, I lost my virginity to him, whatever. He fucked me, left, la da 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 da. Well, he, he also, he also had an ex, uh, he had trauma from his ex. Um, she, she had... Straight up, um, she left, moved to a different state, and ended up keeping the relationship with him. Like, they did it long distance, but she ended up getting another relationship on the side. Like, and actually ended up getting married to the dude and had babies with him. All while she was still in a relationship with, with the other guy. You know, like... And so, like, when I, whenever I told him that I couldn't stay out here in Colorado, I, I was like, you know, like, I can't, I can't stay out here. Like, I have, I have to go back with my family, you know, like, I have to be with my family right now. Uh, I need my family around, you know, like, I, like, I was really attached. Like, I, I was dealing, I was 
taking them being gone so hard and then dealing with my grandmother in the process in school. Like, I, I was literally taking care of myself. Like, I was literally... She she would take me to school in the morning and then I would I would deal, deal with school, deal with some stuff after school. Like, you know, I had yearbook and shit, you know, like I, I was working on stuff. And um, I would wait after school for the bus take the bus to work and you know i was working at sonic you know um again you know and here's the other thing i don't bounce jobs either i've if i if i find a place i'm gonna at least stick with it for a year anyway so so i was i was working at sonic and um you know with uh, with me taking college classes at the same time you know like i I would have to find my own way home because it would be so late at night you know i was doing the closing shifts so it would be so late at night that my grandmother wouldn't be able to come and get me. And so, like, I would need to order myself a Uber or a Lyft and have them take me home, stay up, do schoolwork, and then wake up and do it all over again. And it, and it was like that the whole time. And my grandma, uh, I mean, I had, um, I had a lot of bodily issues, you know, growing up. You know, like, my mom was always really big on our health. Um, and I felt like my grandmother didn't, uh, didn't really keep a whole lot of food in the house for me. And I felt like I was really kind of on my own at that point. Um, so, you know, w- my favorite fucking thing is the chicken Alfredo bread possibles that Domino's used to do. Mmm, girl, I could literally pick up those fucking things and shove it in my mouth and just, ah, <laughs> <laughs> Literally, literally, and just fucking dig my face in it, you know, like so. Um, you know, I just realized something. Kyle's gonna have a lot of editing to do when it comes to mining conversation, yeah, and the phone call and everything because that drops some very sensitive information. Yeah, yeah, no, no, agreed, yeah. But it was shit that I just had to fucking talk about. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It was going with the flow. Yeah. So, so I get it. Kyle's gonna hate me tomorrow. <laughs> I get it. Honestly, I feel like he's gonna enjoy just listening to this, if I'm being honest. Yeah, he's gonna fucking love it because he's been trying to get me to learn the controls and everything for a while. Yeah, and and, and I'm pretty I'm like, sure. Yeah, I I want to. I'm going to. It's gonna happen, and then it never happens, and then you come over and you suggest it, and then it happens. Look, look, look at that it was just the luck of the draw man luck of the draw i was literally about to go to bed dude i'm tired as fuck i'm i'm telling you i'm a night owl i could literally stay up all night right now why don't you work night shift you'd make more anyway yeah but the thing is is that that point at that point your husband's asleep yeah but that's the thing is that i don't want my husband to be asleep like, like, like when, Valid. when I'm like, like uh, me being a night owl with him being asleep, that is my time to be alone. I feel like my time to be alone is going to change as well because, you know, I grew up on the lifestyle of, you know, if uh, you got to be in bed by a certain fucking time. Yep. And, and be, and being with, with my girlfriends that night, you know, and, um, you know, seeing the way that they are when they're alone, she's like, you know, it's like, I barely sleep. I'm like, you know, like, honestly, I never wake up feeling refreshed. 
you know, and I think it's because like I'd never run my energy completely out, you know, like I don't think I ever really let myself feel tired. You know, like, so, uh, so that's why this whole spiritual journey and awakening was also a really big deal. I was like, I wonder how it's going to affect my sleep, you know? Um, but yeah, uh, fuck, where was I at again? I got lost again. <laughs> fuck me. Do you want to take a break for a few? Actually, that might be a good idea. We actually might need to get, take a few breaks. Um, you want to... W- w- go ahead. Let's, let's go ahead and t- take our break for sure. We will be right back. Every time we fight at least staircase, love being taken down on me. Say I'm a dime in a dozen. Your love was a high and it let me hear nothing. But damn, did it feel good. Can't say it was working, but I believe it's worth it. Sure, I love my lesson and I'm still hurting. I can call him back when you call for me You still run me in tight enough for me I know you'll be the death of me So you don't got the biggest part to take the rest of me Now I'm way too toxic for anybody else And he don't fight with me, I'ma fight with somebody else He got apologies, man I don't want that That boy's bad for me, then give me all that Give me that good, good, then never call back You ain't deceiving me, I know I saw that I gave you my heart and you left it here in pieces You would always tell me Tragedy. Remember all the fights and every time that you was mad at me I was always working, trying to come up with a masterpiece While you was standing flirting and living your life happily I was so blinded, I thought I really loved you I gave you everything, you fuck it up, how can I trust you? Never trust a whole girl, that's the code I should've stuck to I knew it was over since the night you went and fucked, dude I done checked my life, bitch, I don't care what you been up to We went from being married, now I'm always screaming, fuck you Found me a good lady, but she ain't afraid to buzz too uh, Said she ain't afraid to buzz too I gave you my 